0: it's okay when things dip because that gives you information that you need to make different decisions.
1: Uh Uh
0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Tori Mathis and I'm here with the one and only Sean Mathis, founder of miles time automotive museum. It's all true. It is all true. Uh, Peter Drucker famously said what gets measured gets managed and I think that what is even better for business owners is what gets measured gets improved and actually not just business owners I think anything that you want uh, any goals that you want to reach anything that you want to to do better um, I think what gets measured gets improved if you can't measure it there's no way that you can improve it you always have to know where your starting point is. You need to be like one of those maps, you know, where you go to a trail and it says you are here. Like, if you don't know where you are or, you know, how you are this week compared to last week, there's no way that you're going to be able to improve. And I think the thing is, is that not only are you not able to improve, but I guess you're not able to see if you're doing worse either. Which I think might be some reasons why some people don't want to be measured is that it's kind of a crappy feeling when you see that what you did this week is worse than what you did last week. But if you're serious about reaching goals and serious about growing your business or getting stronger at the gym or losing weight or whatever these things are, like you have to measure.
1: I think people get caught up on on measuring whatever it is they need to measure and have this negative aspect about it or. You know, if if they go down, you know, and it's and that's bad, then they feel bad about themselves, right? Where if you do it more, measure it as a game. You know, like there's going to be ups and downs, and and it doesn't matter. You're you're tracking, you're just tracking progress. It's a game. It's not that not that big of a deal. If it goes down and you want to go up, then you've got you know a a goal of making it go up, and vice versa. But you don't need to get caught up on ah, I wanted to lose five pounds and I've gained two. Ah, fuck it. I'm going to quit.
0: You know what, though? Like the gaining weight thing, like it's really good to track that because then you realize two pounds gained, two pounds lose. Like it happens all the time. Like, and that is just a normal thing. Whereas if you only did it once and you're like, shit, I've been working out for two weeks really hard and I gained two pounds. Well, it just might be a day that or the time of day that you just happened to mm. track more. Higher, right? you know,
1: what were you doing that day? And, and track more of your oh, day so you to know- see what's going on.
0: Girls aren't like that. (laughs) It just, it happens. I could be two, three, four pounds heavier in the later in the day or at a different, you know, time of the week. Uh, And it just happens. But if you didn't track, like you would not know that and know that just normal fluctuations happen. And then once you do know that, then it doesn't upset you if you do gain a pound or two. And I think it's just like, you know, your website analytics or your uh, email. You know, we talk about like unsubscribes people are going to unsubscribe. And if you don't want to look at your analytics because you don't want to see that people unsubscribed, like, like, but once you look at it and you're like, oh, people always unsubscribe, then you just know that that's just part of it. And it's okay to people continue. People will also
1: spam you, even though <laughs> they signed up for mm-hmm. it. They have the ability to unsubscribe from it. They'll still spam it.
0: Absolutely. I try either.
1: my damnedest not to let it irritate me, but man,
0: just unsubscribe. Right. You know, and even unsubscribing, I think it it really irritates people and makes them not want to email because, you know, their list is so precious that that it's hard to get over that. But just like you might gain a pound or two, you know, just because of, you know, just natural occurrences, you send out emails, if you have an email list, like people are going to unsubscribe and there's going to be some people that spam you. But there are other things like that you could do like if you things that could be measured that could be improved. Um one of the things if you wanted to lose weight, a really great thing is tracking what you eat because most people don't realize what they eat.
1: Sounds like a whole lot of work.
0: It is. But it is crazy uh that once you do track it, they have like things like my fitness Pal and stuff like that. And I know you've never done that, but like when I uh got pregnant and after i had my babies that was one way that i lost weight is that i tracked exactly what i ate and i put it all in there and i was able to you know don't need to eat that today need to eat more and track how much i and it really once you get used to it it's not as bad and i think tracking anything is like that like once you actually start like sean says and it's a game then you can make it fun and challenging and like what can i do this week it's like when we got our first hybrid wasn't that the greatest
1: (laughs) yeah Trying to see how high (laughs) of miles you can get.
0: (laughs) Because it actually has like a little display on there that tells you what your miles per gallon is. Well, if you, there's like a way that you can kind of feather the gas pedal so that you just give it a little bit of gas and then let the electric motor take over. Or when you're actually braking or not gassing, it's charging the battery again and it shows it all. It's very visual. So it's really fun to like, see like how high you can get your gas mileage.
1: It's not the funnest way to actually drive.
0: No, <laughs> not but, at all. you know, if
1: you're trying to like, no conserve gas, <laughs> yeah, you can occupy that fun level on a, on a different different level.
0: But I think that anything that you, want, I mean, if improving your gas mileage was a thing, like, and you thought that that was something that you know you want to do. There's a way to to make it a game to do that. So I think that's cool.
1: When I worked for Pepsi, I was a service tech, so I'd go and I'd fix fountain equipment and vending machines and uh, coolers, and they had this this way to measure everything, and they put they put it to a traffic light. So you'd have green was good, you know, yellow you could improve, and red was bad. And they had all these different measurements, response time and your fix rate, and and uh, how, you know, if you went back within a too quick of amount of time, you know, to, for a callback. So they had all these different things, and you you could see everybody. They'd, they'd post them every month, and you'd, you'd see all these little different blocks of all the categories, and they were all different colors, right? Red and looked like Christmas tree. And so it drove me nuts to to have any red on there or any yellow, really. Uh, so I, I did, I completely turned it into a game, just personally, not trying to do better than anybody else. I didn't actually even care about the number itself as long as the color went green. And my goal was to make it solid green.
0: Were there people that were pissed off about like the tracking or anything like that? Or that everybody was public? Uh, no, oh, no. Well, that's good. Um,
1: and this was in California when it when it first started so it, like it's, it was always there as far as long as I was there. And so I would I would do what I, you know, trying to m- not manipulate the numbers but knowing consciously what I had to do to make those numbers green, I was actively doing that. So from a company standpoint, I mean, I was I was a model employee because I was wanting to do that because I turned it instead of having the mentality of ah, they're measuring this shit and I don't want to do it and you know, I, I was like, man, I want that thing solid green, right? And uh, you know, I, I actually it gave me something to do because I was going to be able to do my job no matter what, anyways. But this gave me something. I'm like, oh, let's see how good I actually did, you know? Because some of them, the callbacks were the hardest one uh, because if it was a uh, something i didn't fix and and somebody had if i if I went back out to it within thirty days, I would know I mean man, I was just out here, but I then figured out how I could still make it so that I switched the numbers over to something else, and I could still manipulate the numbers to make it good, but if somebody else went out there and they wound up fixing the same piece of equipment then it it
0: they're gonna ding it you.
1: dinged my numbers, which sucked um, but then when I went and I switched to a different pepsi place on the other side of the country the numbers the number game wasn't quite as uh i wouldn't call it popular uh, but embraced they didn't really embrace it they were like they, they were there it was the same thing they still did it but nobody actually gave two shits about it really? so when i first got mm-hmm. there you know i'm coming from an area where like we're all competing for solid green right You know, everybody, even the new guys, they're they're getting up there and they're getting all these green numbers. And I I go to the the East Coast and it's, I mean, everybody's solid red. Like, absolutely. If it was any color other than red, the shit was a fluke. And it didn't settle well for me. So I immediately tried to do the same thing I did on the other side of the country. And I wound up getting it green within the first month. Uh, And that location it did not go over well because <laughs> uh, nobody nobody was doing it and now all of a sudden i go in there and i'm like and i show that it's possible uh yeah there was not there was not a, a warm welcoming for that but i didn't care because it still it gave me personally something to do and really from a, a company standpoint like like they need to to do that or they need to hire some other people because it it, it did it. It helped, um, higher the expectation of quality of work.
0: Well, and that's why I asked if some people were upset about it because, um, I've always heard that like people that are your superstar employees, like they want to be measured right they want to do great they want to turn it into a game and then there's some people that they want to low, lay low and do the least amount that they can and just kind of breeze by there's lots of breeze by people and those may not be like your star employees yeah. and those people do not want to be measured
1: to I me mean, i was like why the hell are you here then <laughs> it, it, it drove me even the miles to time right now i check the numbers of who visits the museum every day every day Every single day I wait in, until the numbers come through and I keep track of it. So I know exactly how many people have come in to visit the museum. And then what I do is I I, I consciously try to think, well, you know, numbers are low this you know, this week or this month. And, and then, you know, well, maybe we need to do an extra event or, or I need to promote extra hard or, or do something so we can get those numbers up and then keep them up and then keep and then hire, raise the goal of how many people are actually coming in. And if anything, just track the progress of. People, the the awareness, right? The awareness of miles through time is is huge and the hardest aspect of this. So if I can actively see the numbers going, okay, people are are, are knowing about the museum. My Facebook ad is working, right? Because they're going in there. And so, I mean, it all kind of works together where, you know, if I just, especially since I'm not there on a daily basis, if I didn't have anything to measure, like I'd have, no idea what was going on
0: right just a number when you get a check at the end of the month or you know what your bank account is at the end of the month and that's not good no but you know talking about like we were talking about like the two pounds like maybe that's just a natural flow in tracking the numbers you would then know oh well this month is a little bit slow or this time is a little bit slow and then knowing that there are those slow times is a way that you can prepare for the next year and go oh well november i don't know Is always slow. So, what can we do? Maybe that is when we need to do a car show, or we need to contact car clubs and be like, you need to come, you know, in November for whatever reason. So, it gives you a way that, like, it's okay when things dip because that gives you information that you need to make different decisions, right? In the future. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a a thing that, um, so not only is it like helping you improve, like, it's helping you plan things. And I think you need that data. You need to have that information. You talk about like, uh, you look at the numbers every day. I have a thing, you know, ever since we started our podcast, um, and so we put our podcast also on YouTube. So I don't know where you're listening to this, but it might be on a podcast player. It might be on um, YouTube. We uh, upload the videos also, um, starting to get those onto Facebook and Instagram. So that way it's just out there everywhere. And so the most important ones are the podcast and then also on YouTube. And so every single week, Monday morning, the first thing that I do is I write down how many uh, subscribers I have, I do how many plays we have on our podcast, and then I have like this really cool software that tells me in the entire United States for business podcasts, like where we are actually at, like on the charts, and then for the entire world where we're at, and so I can track that also and see like, well, did we grow this week? Well, did we not grow this week? Well, if we did grow a whole bunch, like what happened? What was the, what was the, um, the episode that maybe got a lot of views and so I'm able to go in there and kind of see what actually happened and there has been like a couple wild card episodes that have done a lot better than other ones why I have no idea but you know because we're still you know still kind of in the new stages of this that's gonna be data that we're gonna be able to know and be able to look at and see you know what we can do in the future because if we didn't look at it if we didn't measure it if we didn't go over the data we would have no idea on how to make it better
1: yeah, the most popular episode was that YouTube video where we were both in bikini tops. Not going to tell you which episode it was. so You're going to have to go through one. all of them and, and just find out which one like that, that is. That was
0: going to be like the greatest one. Yeah. We
1: didn't do it through the whole episode. It was just like a, a moment there. So you'll have to find it. So just listen and, and well, you're going to want you're going to want to watch. We'll
0: have to go to YouTube. I yeah, got to though, YouTube yeah.
1: and watch all the videos. I don't think
0: it's going to work if you yeah. listen to it on the podcast. Yeah, you see, never know. See if you can find it. <laughs> yep. What else do i have here Uh, another really great place that you can measure and get a lot better is for savings and investments or just knowing like tracking how much money that you are spending like if you want to spend less money whether it's at your business or personal if you actually track every single dollar that you spend and track every single dollar that comes in that's a really great way to know exactly where you're spending because sometimes you're spending money on crap that you didn't even realize, especially when you have things on your credit card and like uh, recurring um, billing, like that's something that you really have to go back and look through because there are things that, yeah they'll keep charging you forever. Stuff that you're not even using for your business. Amazon. (laughs) Or yeah, maybe we got a little too crazy on our Amazon subscribe and save. Maybe we need to cut back a little bit. Hmm. (laughs) It is a good way of doing it. Um, Yeah, uh, that's another thing that I track. Uh, weekly is I look at our stocks and I look at at our savings and see you know what's going good so that way I can make better decisions for what's going on but if I didn't look at those things every week like I wouldn't know and we actually we got Riley um, I made a custodial stock account for him in our investment account and so now he's able to go in there and see how his he picked his own stocks I gave him a hundred bucks he picked his own stocks he went through the process and he bought stocks so we have a little 12 year old stock trader and he's put a little bit more money in there. And so now, you know, trying to get it so that he can go through and and hopefully I can get him on a better um, rhythm of of checking it a little bit more often, but probably it'll be more exciting when there's more than a hundred bucks in there. Mm -hmm. But still, it's something that he's able to look at and able to see how it's doing.
1: And the biggest thing is, uh, you know, numbers by themselves can be less than, Super exciting. Uh, but the moment you can start comparing the numbers to the same numbers, that's when it gets exciting. Uh, to see, you know, if, like the museum, for example, if I can compare February and February with each other and, you know, we're doing that much better, that's awesome. Because if I'm just looking at February's number and I have nothing to compare it to, it, they're just numbers to me that I'm, you know, I can compare it day to day, but day to day, I mean, that can be super different. Whereas when there's holidays or different events that go on, I can really start to then hone that in and, and compare major chunks and really then be able to make decisions that will then, you know, hopefully increase what what that number is that I, I need to go up.
0: Well, and something, maybe if you're not like a numbers numbers person, maybe you like visuals better. Um, I really like Google Analytics because you can do month after month over month and they'll actually visually show you in like two different lines, like one line color and the other line color. And you can compare two different times. So there are ways that you can get your data and your analytics and things like that in more of a visual way if like numbers just aren't really your thing you had a really good tracking that I really liked. I did 75 hard in the fall. And if you want to talk about like tracking and measuring, I thought it was a fantastic program. um, just because of how much you had to track and how many tasks you had to actually check off. Um, if you want to check that out, I did a whole episode on 75 hard and I will link to that Um, But you had to um, not only do all of the different tasks that you have every day, but every single day you had to take a picture of yourself. And so that was a way that like day after day, like you're like, oh, great. Like another picture, like it's going to be different than yesterday or than the day before. But once you got weeks in between there and then, you know, a month in between there, then you really started to see that that data, and that's all it is, is data, that that data really started to make sense. So though the numbers and tracking and measuring may not be exciting in the first week or in the first two weeks, like Sean said, once you have a little bit more time in between there and you're able to see uh, things that are happening or ways that you can compare them to the same exact time or um, see like some patterns that are starting to evolve, then the numbers get to be a lot more exciting and then you can make really good informed decisions.
1: So moral of the story is not to quit on the numbers so quickly like weight or any of that kind of stuff like it, it's really easy to go well this is a ton of work and i don't see the point you're not seeing any difference day-to-day may not be enough of a difference and you're like this is pointless just keep going just keep doing it and doing it and then once you start seeing those weeks and months if not year span differences you'll go holy hell i'm glad i have that data because then then you can start making some intelligent decisions.
0: Then you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have did this sooner and I would have had more data to look at.
1: I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I wish we had more data that that went back farther. It's just, you know, you only know when when you know. And what you do with it from then on is your decision.
0: And just because you see a dip in numbers or you see something negative, like that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. Um, uh, You know, gaining a pound or two or having some unsubscribes or having a slow month, that's not like a bad thing and it's not something to turn your head to that is data that can help you. Maybe it's just an ebb and flow kind of thing. Maybe it's something that you need to take action about. like there's there's different things that it can mean and it doesn't does not mean quit. It doesn't mean stop looking at the numbers or stop weighing yourself or stop, you know doing whatever it is that you're trying to track. So if you like this episode, You can have Sean laugh at us. (laughs) So if you like this episode, we would appreciate it if you would leave us a review and share this episode with somebody that you know. We have new episodes that come out every single Tuesday and Thursday so that we hope that you will join us back here. Again, you can find us on any of the podcast players and we're always on YouTube. You can find us so that you can see our shiny faces and we will see you on the next one. Thanks. If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to bsmartal.com.